0: Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Klaassen, and today I'm going to chat all about the Ayurvedic approach to the Vata kiddos. So Ayurveda, again, if you're not familiar, is literally, it translates to the wisdom of life. And I've done a lot of podcast episodes talking a little bit more about what Ayurveda is and a little bit about the doshas. And now I'm going to kind of talk about the doshas in related to kiddos and how you can help your child succeed in different ways by knowing their dosha and knowing a little bit more um, about their inner workings. And so I'm going to chat about the vata dosha and a lot of the vata dosha. So the same characteristics that happen in adults are happening in the kiddos. And um, if you're wondering, well, I wonder what dosha my child is. So there are three doshas and the doshas are that mind, body, energy type. And we're consisted of all three, the vata, pitta, and kapha. And we just have varying amounts of them. So we have a unique makeup that we are given at birth and that's called our prakriti. But sometimes when we're out of balance, we call that your vikriti. So for instance, I, my prakriti, my innate nature is a pitta. But if I'm feeling out of balance, typically my vata goes out. When that happens, I'm going to treat my vata dosha. I am not going to continue with my pitta practices if that makes sense. So that's kind of what we're looking at when we're thinking about kids as well, because your kids can be out of balance. And usually you'll know it, you know, we're like, oh, they're just a little off. And there are different ways that we can kind of help them stay true to their innate nature. And when we go outside of our innate nature, um, what tends to happen is um, if you're a Pitta, you tend to get burned out. You just feel um, really, sometimes people get really angry or really feisty. You just want to kind of throw in the towel because you're so just frustrated and ah, like everything's going wrong. That's your Pitta going a little bit out of balance. Uh, your Vata, you tend to be really scattered. You can be really ungrounded. You can have, um, like I have a client right now who's going through a Vata imbalance. And one of the things she said, she's like, I cannot carry a thought through, and that would be a Vata imbalance. So meaning she was just like, I have the idea, but I just can't, it can't formulate. It's just like one idea here, here's another one. Sometimes they're related, sometimes they're not. And I just can't follow through with something. And then the Kafa, that might look like out of balance. Um, You don't have the energy. You just don't have that drive to get up and do anything. Um, You're kind of unmotivated. So that can also go out of balance. Now, I should say with kids, kids are in the Kafa time of life from ages zero to 18. Uh, And that means they're in that stage where when they're out of balance, they get the the coughs, the mucus, the slime, all of that things going on with the lungs because the lungs are associated with the kapha dosha. All of that um, is typically going on. And, you know, especially elementary school age kids, when we think about that runny noses, like my, my son is almost four and he's getting the runny noses that just keep running all of that stuff. That's kapha. So, but that does not mean he is a kapha. That just means that is going on in his body at this time, but that does not mean that his Prakriti, what he was born as changes. So his Prakriti for my son, I'm pretty sure he is a hardcore Pitta. And how you can kind of look at this, when I go through all of these doshas, today I'm just going to talk about primarily the Vata dosha. So I would suggest listening to all three of them and you'll kind of be able to see where your child is. Now, my son for him, he can go out in, you know, all three of the doshas. So this is why I think it's important to know a little bit about all of them, is we want to be able to pick up on what dosha is potentially out of balance and what it looks like when the dosha is in balance and how to balance ourselves off. And with a kid, um, especially, it's really helpful. So if you have a pitta and if you have a fiery tempered child and one who can just be like, fine one minute and just off the handle the next, that can be that Pitta really is just going on overdrive. And so there are certain things that you want to do or avoid to help keep that Pitta in balance. And that's the same with the Vata. If you have the really spacey kid, you know, who's just kind of like forgets everything or, um, you know, forgets their backpack, forgets their books, forgets everything at school and just can't seem to stay focused. That's where we want to treat that Vata. And then the Kapha child might be one that um, really likes to watch TV, on the phone, has a tough time getting going and getting motivated to do anything besides a leisure activity um, of typically, you know, sitting, watching something. Um, and that would be you're out of balance with that kapha. And so having the right tools to help keep your child motivated. So today with the vata, I wanna start with, um, you know, giving a little bit of the vata traits. So in general, vatas tend to be a little bit more of a smaller frame. And the season of the year that the vata is strongest in is fall through midwinter. So when we think of vata, it's associated with the wind. And with that wind and the air and ether elements, um, it tends to be really strong fall through midwinter because it's a little bit uh, colder. Like there's just a briskness in the air. You know, I just was out for a walk with my son yesterday and we turned the corner and my son was like, mama, too cold, too cold. I want to go into the coffee shop because it, it just bit at his face and that's kind of that fall that vata time of year now the time of day that the vata is strongest is from 2 to 6 a.m and then 2 to 6 p.m and so that's kind of your your vata time of day where you can get um you know things can go really really strong in terms of um productivity sometimes if you're really focused that two to six time if you're imbalanced that two to 6 a.m. time, that's usually when a lot of us tend to get up. Like between two or three, we just kind of have that vata energy. And if you're constantly getting up around that three o'clock, that might mean that vata dosha is a little a bit out of balance. So that had been happening to me for a while. So I'm like, okay, I got to treat that vata dosha. What is vata like? vata It doesn't like routines, but it needs routines to stay on task. And so what I found was if I my evening routine was off, I tend to be one who tosses and turns at 3 a.m. So that could be something that you look at in your life. It could be as simple as that, or it could be a lot more complex. uh, But that would be a great area to start is looking at your routines. So when out of balance, what does the Vata look like? Again, I kind of said a little bit earlier, but the scattered, the ungrounded, uh, a lot of anxiety. So the anxious, you know, energy that we sometimes have, unpredictable movements and thoughts, So also with, um, the thoughts being unpredictable, sometimes the movement is, um, and I'll see this occasionally with clients, even doing a workout, all of a sudden they just, their body went totally rogue on them and it was just their mind and body. Nothing was felt connected. It just was like, Whoa, where did that come from? I, I typically know how to do this move, you know, and they just totally lost control of the coordination for just a hot second. And that can be that Vata coming in. They typically are, you're really cold when you're out of balance. So just freezing. And you have a lot of dry qualities. So in the skin constipation, um, the dryness tends to happen. And then la- lack of focus. So those are when it's out of balance. Now when in balance, vata... They tend to be the creatives. So there are your out-of-your-box thinkers. They are the big person who has the big dream. They sometimes lack the push to follow through with their dream, but they have a lot of big ideas. They usually like the arts. So they love music. They love movies, the creative movies. They love that just creativeness. And then arts and crafts. Those are something that usually they're they're really good with vatas is just to, here, here's a blank sheet of paper. And they love to just create and use um, whatever comes to them, whatever inspiration hits. So that's a little bit about the Vata Dosha, no matter if you're a child, an adult, whoever, that's kind of those Vata characteristics. Now, how can we kind of funnel this into speaking about just the kids? So when we talk about kids, making sure that they have a schedule. Now, we hear this a lot um, just in general with kids as they thrive when they have a schedule. And there's a reason because a lot of times kids, you know, and my son is like this too, where if they, they don't know what's coming next, some kids can get really sporadic and they have this just unfocused energy. I know for myself, when I taught sixth grade, if, if for whatever reason I had to change the schedule or we moved around one subject, one of the days, I mean, it was just like chaos the whole day for the kids. And this is for sixth graders because they really liked the schedule. They know what to expect. And so when you move one little thing on the schedule that really makes a difference for them, you know, and I'll notice that with my son, like he has swimming on Mondays and gymnastics on Wednesdays. And he, he kind of knows that now, you know, we're kind of working on the days of the week, but he knows, okay, you know, swimming is first during the week and then it's gymnastics. And if that gets messed up, or if we skip a week, you know, he's kind of a little bit off because his schedule is off. And those are, you know, two things that he looks forward to every week. So it's little things like that, that kids, we might not think they notice, but they really do. And again, he's only three and a half and he could pick that up. So having those routines really does help the child, you know, for, um, for instance, I'll give you another example about a schedule with kids. So I leave really early in the morning. I'm typically gone you know, before 6 a.m. or around 6 a.m. every day. And my son gets up usually around 7.30. So my husband is um, more of a kafa, and he likes to sleep in and he stays up late. And so he'll sleep in until, I don't know, 8, 8.30. But my son is up. So he has kind of put my son on a schedule or trained my son. I leave out a little, um, we have these morning rounds they're called, which he loves. And you could find them at certain grocery stores if you're interested. But it's basically like moosely only in a bread format and you can toast them or just eat them plain. So I leave one of those out on a plate on our counter and then I leave an iPad out. And so my husband has trained him basically to go downstairs, grab your morning round, grab the iPad and sit in your bed until he wakes up, which is, you know, sometimes half an hour later, um, maybe an hour, but it's not that long. And obviously if he gets restless, my husband, you know, will get up, but that was kind of his routine with him. And so that's just one example of how, you know, the kids, he expects that. Like if I forget a snack in the morning, because sometimes um, if we don't have morning rounds, I just, I f- blank and I forget to put something out for him, um, you know, that throws him off. So then he gets kind of up and, you know, like, Where, where's my food? Where's, where's my little morning starter food? So that's just, um, you know, a quick little snapshot of how those routines, you know, matter. Now, another idea to do with the um, Vata child, and this can be for any kid. So this is this goes not just for your Vata, but if you're treating the Vata, meaning if your child has been really spacey as of late, scattered, unfocused, these would be things that you would want to do with them as well. Uh, meditation and yoga. So I know a lot of younger kids are doing meditation and yoga now at daycare, at elementary school. They're offering at yoga studios because it really makes a difference. You know, having the child unplug because – you know, like it or not, technology's here and kids are plugged in, you know, hopefully not as much as adults um, you know, have to be for our jobs. But sometimes if you have an iPad at school all day, you're plugged in. Like the kids are plugged in. And this is starting really young, because my sister-in-law was telling me everyone now starting at kindergarten has an iPad at their at their school all the way through high school. Like it's theirs until they graduate. Um, you know, obviously they'll replace it and whatnot, but that's a lot of technology, you know, that is like an eight hour day of just the iPad. And then if they come home and want more technology, that's a ton. And so they need that time to unplug. So having a little meditation time, having a little time for yoga, you know, that helps calm that, you know, anxiety and that excited energy that's often correlated with the Vata dosha. So that's something to kind of think about. If you, if your child is around technology a lot, how can they unplug? And that's, that's two great ways is meditation um, and or yoga. Another one, Arts and craft time. So, having um, an area where maybe you give some play and open endedness to your day so your child can explore. Um, I know I'm reading an amazing book. If anyone wants ideas on how to bring some more creative energy and just more play into your family, my mother in law gifted this to me for my birthday this year. And I've actually been taking notes about what I want to incorporate from the book. It's called Well Played The Ultimate Guide to Awakening Your Family's Playful Spirit. And it's by Meredith Sinclair. And um, it's just got games in their projects, adventures. It's just got fun, neat ideas. And so if you're looking like, how can I incorporate more you know, playfulness or just some arts and craft that you're not maybe a crafty person yourself? Um, you know, I used to not say I was that way. And I've slowly let that come into my life. And I found the more that I'm opening myself up to that art and that craft and that playtime, um, the more that I crave it, the more I personally crave it and the more creative I am with my son. So I'm able to, um, think outside of the box for him and things that he might like to do. So that would be a great book to get you started on just different ideas and, um, you know, things to incorporate into your family's routine and into your family's life. Uh, Another thing for the vata. So if you're balancing the vata dosha, this goes for anyone, but eating warm and cooked food. So again, if you're prone to constipation, incorporating the warm cooked foods, that's gonna help with your digestion. So if you're eating raw vegetables, if we're having a bowl full of cereal, even for breakfast versus oatmeal, oatmeal is gonna be a little bit easier to digest and it's warm. And so especially in these winter months, if you live in a colder climate, Having that warm foods is going to help everything flow a little bit better. It's going to help your skin. It's going to help your intestines. Everything is going to get warmed up and not have that dry cracked edge to it that, you know, we often get in the winter months. So look at what you're eating, look at what you're feeding your child and see, you know, Hey, if you have a picky eater, like I am totally in the picky eater right now, I, I, we do macaroni and occasionally I'll try to throw in like peas or, you know, I try to do a veggie Typically it's peas. Cause that seems to be the easiest right now. Um, and I'll throw that in there and boom, that's his, that's his meal. Like that's, <laughs> that's what we were working with. And we make, we make do with it. Sometimes I have him, um, you, you know, if black beans are his thing, like right now he's still not a big meat eater, which is, I mean, it's fine by me. I just got to incorporate a little bit more beans into his dishes and how can I put that into a one pot meal? And usually that's a little bit more appetizing to him. So think a little bit more outside of the box. Like, Hey, can I mix and match this? And usually if you're eating it and you're like, Hey, this is what we're having. You know, sometimes your child will come along and other times they might not. And it's kind of a whole big experiment. Um, but doing the best that you can. So that's the other thing is not beating yourself up, but looking at their plate and making sure, okay, how much of this is warm to cook food and trying to do your best, especially in the fall and winter months, you know, having those warmer foods, will help a vata child and also stays grounded. Now, the last tip that I have is dressing in layers. So again, that wind element is associated with vata. So having those layers, especially, I mean, inside and outside. So if you're if your child tends to be cold, you know, making sure they have a sweatshirt or have a jacket for school even. So they, they can unlayer and take things off as needed. Rather than feeling like they're freezing all day, because it's hard to focus and it's hard to concentrate if you're always just shivering and if you're always cold. So making sure you have those layers for them. And when they go outside, they might need an extra layer and incorporate that into them their lives as well. And now one of the reasons that the wind element really throws off the vata is like increases like in Ayurveda. So wind will increase wind. So if you're already made up of the wind, air, ether elements, then that that just more of that is gonna really flare it up. And so opposites tend to heal. So that's where those grounding foods and the warmed and cooked foods, having the warmer jackets on, that's going to help ground that cooler and colder energy that might be going on in the body. So those cold, windy days that your child's going to be outside, you know, this is like not saying they shouldn't go outside because I think everyone should go outside for at least five minutes. My goal this winter is to, to go outside every day for at least five to 10 minutes. I might, I mean, really, I want to shoot for 30, 30 to 60 minutes is my real, real goal. Um, and I want to do some snow sh- shoeing and I want to do some, um, cross-country skiing and I want to try to bring my son and incorporate him into these activities. And the first day I tried was him again, you know, yesterday taking the stroller and turning the corner and boom in his face, it was cold. And it really wasn't that cold yet. You know, we, we hadn't snowed. It snowed now today, but it didn't snow at that time. So that's where I'm like, okay, we're going to have some adjustment. I'm going to have to get him more layers. I'm going to have to get him a face mask because it really was hard on his little cheeks. And how can I incorporate um, more warmth into his body? And so that way his Vata won't go so out of balance. Now, when you go outside, the ways that you can kind of combat it and bring that, um, that Vata down is when you come back inside, have a warm beverage. So uh, we can do a hot chocolate. You can do just warm water, so room temperature water. You can do warmed milk. So if you liked the um, putting a little turmeric in there, or just warm milk over the stove if you want for your for your child. Any type of milk, nut milk, um, regular cow's milk, but incorporating some of that. Um, that would be a great little start. I don't I mean if they're older kids, they might do tea, but starting there and then trying to also have creative outlets so have your craft time be right after you come back inside or maybe you um, read a book maybe you do your cosmic kids yoga or meditate after you come back inside if it's a really windy cold day because again that will help balance that energy that we just felt because opposites heal like increases like so if you come inside And you let them, you know, run around a little bit more, or if you let them watch TV or watch an iPad or, you know, watch their phone, that's going to increase that vata. And so now they're going to get more and more of those out of balance qualities, such as scattered, ungrounded, lack of focus, um, anxious, all of that comes with the vata dosha when out of balance. So that's how you can help balance it. So hopefully that made sense. Um, next week I'm going to talk about the pitta dosha and kids, but this can go for adults as well. So if you're like, oh gosh, I really like those tips for myself, incorporate them. And remember, it doesn't matter what your prakriti is. So what you are born with. So if you're born a vata, but your pitta is out of balance, you want to actually treat your pitta, not your vata. If you're feeling in you treat yourself where you're at. So if you're innately a vata and you're feeling really good and you're feeling balanced, These tips that I shared today would be stuff that you should incorporate. I hope that's not too confusing, um, but that's the the reason I really like to teach all three doshas. And so for you to understand that it is a lot more than just your dosha, you do have to know a little bit about each of them so you know why you're going off and where you can correct it. So that's what I have for you all this week. Uh, You can still download the December Holistic Fitness Almanac, which you can find at andreaclausencom backslash December. And that's my free holistic almanac for the month. Um, I've gotten tons of great feedback on it. So if you want to download that, that's where you can find it. It's also in the show notes. You can just click right on that link. All right. Thank you all and go out there and spread your peaceful power.